Hello, welcome back. Episode 2 of the Paper Tickets podcast. We've done it, we've made it through episode 1. We figured out some, not all of the technology, but um, but I'm doing my best. I'm slogging away. Um, got OBS working, got my editing software all sorted, got the mic set up. Um, we have a Twitter page now, we have an email all set up. Uh, you can find those things on the Anchor page. Um so you can get in contact with us through any of those ways. Um, I'm feeling good. Uh, episode 2 today, we are talking about Robert Eggers' Northman. Very different film to last week. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions, any comments, get in contact on social media. Drop us a follow, give us a like, subscribe on YouTube. Um, all that being said, let's get into it. So, The Northman. This is... A difficult one is how I'm going to start this. Um, it's tricky. I think at the top of the show, I will say this. This is not a film which accesses all of its potential. And that is my main frustration with it. I think it is all right, but does not do everything that it quite could. Particularly given how excellent I think some of Robert Eggers' earlier work is, particularly The Lighthouse, um, it left me feeling a bit cold, in all honesty. It's had some great reviews. Um, I think it's made quite a lot of money, and that's great. I, 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 Robert Eggers is deserving of praise. I just think this is not his best work. Um, so there's my quick thoughts done. Um, that being said, I will now go into a little bit more detail. So, what is the film? Well, it's based on the Icelandic tale of Amleth, which then inspired the Shakespeare play Hamlet. So, we have Amleth, Viking prince, whose father is murdered by his uncle, who then goes on a quest for revenge. Viking prince played by Alexander Skarsgård. His mother is played by Nicole Kidman. The uncle is played by Clay's Bang. There's a love interest, sort of witchy character played by Anya Taylor-Joy, Father is played by Ethan Hawke, uh, Willem Dafoe, Bjork, lots of other people have minor roles. It's a really stellar cast. Um, lots of people, I suspect, were just keen to work with Robert Eggers, either again or for the first time. Um, so that's the setup, revenge story. And in all honesty, that's kind of all there is to it. It does very much what it says in the tin, and not much more. If you go in expecting a revenge movie, that is what you will get. Your expectations will not be blown away in any in any particular sense. So, um, there are moments visually which I think are really great, and moments which I think do not do as much as they could. So let's 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 we'll talk about the good stuff first, because um, that's that's more fun. Um, there are a couple of really interesting sort of ritual sequences which are led by Willem Dafoe, who I think is probably the best actor in the film. Um, he's this kind of shaman figure. Um, and there are these visual ritual sequences which take a lot of inspiration from Norse mythology, for obvious reasons. Um, and within that mythology, that Norse mythology, there's lots of imagery surrounding trees, trees connecting all life forms, trees connecting all of the nine realms, etc., etc. Um, we love trees, is the conclusion. Um, 
and there are these sort of hallucination sequences which involve that imagery which are really striking and really cool um and you're sort of left wanting more of those um there are some interesting shots particularly in forests either under moonlight or in the snow which look really cool um and quite atmospheric and those are those are the moments where you go oh yeah robert eggers knows how to create an atmosphere he really does because that's that's what he did so effectively in some of his earlier films um however um particularly in the middle third of the film there are lots of these slightly mournful washed out shots of landscapes shot in ireland uh pretending to be iceland um these irish landscapes which are beautiful and really grand but the cinematography doesn't i think quite access the scale of those landscapes and it doesn't access the magic of those landscapes and and really what you get a sense of is the wet and the damp and the cold and i'm left thinking no give give me a sense of huge mountains and fjords and you know you want a bit more magic and scale in in the world that you create this feels quite small and quite cold and wet and damp um Alexander Skarsgård is constantly swimming while fully clothed and then walking around while dripping wet and it looks very unpleasant. Um, So I do not envy him for having to have done that. Um, So yeah, I think there's interesting visual elements and moments which don't really do as much as they could. Um, In terms of acting, this is is a tricky one as well. Um, As I said, I think Willem Dafoe is great. He has a small part. He's not the main character by any stretch. I think Alexander Skarsgård's character is really quite dull. I think a lot of that is to do with the writing. Some of it is to do with his performance. I think Amleth as a character in the film is very stony and inaccessible. And perhaps that's a comment about masculinity. I think more likely it's just a product of making a more conventional action movie. Um, he has this love interest Anya Taylor-Joy their relationship feels sort of incidental you don't believe it Um, you you don't feel any great connection to Amleth you don't feel empathy for him you don't want him to succeed particularly his quest feels quite naive almost particularly once certain plot details are, are discovered um so you're left wanting someone to root for and and you don't find that anywhere really which which is a shame and i think yeah some of that is to do with the acting the supporting cast generally are okay um they don't have a huge amount to work with in terms of writing it's a lot of very stoic gray people really um but they do they do an okay job um Let's 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 go back and talk about some more things that I enjoyed. So there is the sequence where Amleth's father is murdered. That was really um, striking. That was one of those sequences in the forest with with with, with snow going on. Um, I mean, blood on the snow is always a really sort of compelling image. Anyway, um, 
that bit was quite impactful. Um, all of the sequences involving Willem Dafoe as this kind of magical ritual man are quite cool. Um, there is a a moment which which I won't spoil because the film is relatively new. Where well, there's actually a couple of moments where this happens where Amleth is sort of reckoning with the consequences of something he's done, and those are quite interesting. And those are the only moments where you go, oh, maybe this person does have emotions. Um, because for the rest of the film they're kind of put to the wayside um there's a sequence near the start where amleth with a group of berserker viking warriors take over a small town which is really impressive just in the sense that you you get a bit of an understanding for how huge and how much of a force of nature alexander skarsgård made himself for this film it's really impressive um and it looks like hard work um as an actor uh, th- there is also the the end sequence, which is big and dramatic and magical and sort of grand in scale, and and that for me is the film that I wanted. Um, and you get it in fits and starts, I suppose. Um, so, like I said, I suppose th- there isn't any one individual element that I didn't like. It's just the feeling that so much is left unexplored unfulfilled um as i referenced there's a little bit of the exploration of the norse mythology the imagery is is used but it isn't accessed fully the film doesn't feel magical that mythology feels like a visual accessory it's never translated into action um and at that point you question well why have you made a viking movie because if you're not going to fully employ and embrace and utilize the mythology, it is just a lot of men killing each other. And that isn't particularly compelling or new. Um, and I think, yeah, that's my main issue with the film, is that it doesn't feel as magical as it should. The lighthouse feels magical. The witch feels magical. This doesn't really feel magical. Which is strange, because it is a more literally magical film. Um, so I, I, I struggled with that um, and there are all of the sequences between Andy Taylor-Joy and Alexander Skarsgård are a bit weird because you totally don't believe their relationship there are moments where one will try to comfort the other and it just doesn't feel natural it doesn't feel like it works um, perhaps that's a product of performance and writing I think it's it's more so to do with writing Um so I, I I struggle with a lot of the relationships in the film um, because all of the characters are quite inaccessible, particularly the men. Um, so I suppose, like I said at the start of the show, should you go see it, that entirely depends on your expectations. It entirely depends on what you want from the film. If you want to go and have a fun time and watch an action movie, watch lots of sword fights, then go for it. Have your popcorn, have a wonderful time. I wish you the best. If you want something that is as subversive and creative as The Witch and The Lighthouse, this is not that, um, which is a shame. I suppose it, it does intrigue me because I think, oh, what will Robert Eggers do next? Because if, if what he is going to do now is big budget films, you could perhaps make the argument that this may be almost a 
practice that perhaps the next thing that he will do will be more ambitious and will seek to access a greater scale. Um, I certainly will go and see the next thing he does because he has enough credit in the bank for me. Um, And I think if he does do something big budget next time, then that is what he has to do. He has to embrace scale. He has to embrace magic um, because that, I think, is is the weakness of this film and do something that feels slightly less conventional in terms of its plot and in terms of its characters. Um, I think he's entirely capable of doing that. I think maybe he just needs to find a story which is more appropriate and workable for him. Well, that's the show for this week. Um, I say this week. I think we're doing a little bit more regularly than weekly at the moment. Um, I have lots of thoughts on movies in my head that I want to get out, so perhaps we'll get more than weekly at the moment. Anyway, um, those are my thoughts on The Northman. I would love to hear yours. Um, as I said, we have an email address now, which you can find on the Anchor page. It's also on the Twitter, which we also have. Um, if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment. Um, if you're on Spotify, make sure to give us some positive feedback. If you're listening on any of the other platforms, then again, um, be nice, you know. Um, and yeah, get in contact. Tell me what you thought of the Northman of uh, of Robert Eggers's other work too. Um, and if you have any suggestions for other films that you'd like me to talk about, then I'm I'm more than happy to hear those and would love to, to hear what you guys think. So um, thank you for listening. I will see you guys next time.